Hello, and welcome to Here's the Thing with Robbie and Jose, where we explore relationships through a male and female perspective. With me, as always, is the lovely Robbie. Hello, Jose. Hey. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> I see you teed up like you're smiling and you I got know. like you like took a big breath. Yeah. <laughs> you're waiting for me to get over the intro so you can start. Yeah. <laughs> like, hello. Hello. I was thinking oh. about you the other day in the podcast. Actually, I was listening to one of the episodes for like a kind of like a quality check. And it made me think of, and I don't know if this is like a normal thing, but when I was like in junior high, you know, early high school, I had these two girlfriends that would come over and spend the night. Mm-hmm. And we would on a cassette I'm tape. I'm this story already. No. <laughs> And there was a pillow fight. Tell me more. Did you guys break out and dance with Sander D? Yes. All right, um, but no, we used to record on a cassette tape, like talking. Yeah. And I was thinking of like, obviously podcasts were not around back then. So it's like, yeah. is there other people that tried to podcast before podcasting was a thing? Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you got your, because I had one to a recorder. And when you first got it, you the, that was the first thing you got to kick out of the fact that, oh, I got to record my voice. Yeah. And then you would play it back. And then you would say silly, stupid things. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Do I sound weird? Do I say hello? <laughs> you got to get the fan out and say it in front of the yeah. fan. <laughs> Luke. I, yeah, like it, it, was, it was fun. I remember that. I don't think kids nowadays have that same novelty because everything's on phones now. Well, I mean, now we have podcasts, but I'm just thinking like, how is it? that because I'm telling you I found during the pandemic I found one of the cassette tapes and I Mm. listened to it and it's just like this Like, it's exactly like this. We weren't doing that. Hello. We weren't doing that. It was like we were talking, talking about boys we liked, making fun of teachers. How like, did that come about? Who decided, let's record I this? I don't know. Oh. That's what I'm saying. So actually, I invented podcasts. I think that's what you're alluding to. <laughs> I, you might be right. You might be owed, owed some royalties yeah. there, man. I'm just curious. Write in and let me know if you did that as a kid. Like, I don't, like I said, not silly things or whatever. Whatever, but like it, yeah. it was almost like a. I remember one of the parts too. We called a guy on the phone so you could hear only my side of the story, but it was almost like a. I don't know. It wouldn't. Have, it wouldn't make sense. Like let's take a caller now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always get a kick out of that in movies too. You know when you can't hear the other person. Oh yeah. So when they're narrating, they have to say it back so that people understand what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, just real quick, uh, and there is a movie, this was on the radio, it had nothing to do with podcasts, but there's a movie with Christian Slater called uh, Pump Up the Volume. Okay. And if you ever get a chance to to, to watch that movie, it, it's kind of silly, but essentially it's Christian Slater and he's kind of an outcast. Uh-huh. So he starts up a radio station and kids listen to him. So it's like, it is like a podcast slash yeah. like what Howard Stern uh-huh. is with Sirius Radio now uh-huh. because it was unfiltered because it wasn't regulated by the FCC. Mm. So that was the whole thing. But he was talking to kids and like talked about things that were going on in school and trauma. Anyways, it was a, it was a silly mm. movie and then they tried to shut him down. Sorry. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll Bit be late, waiting for my royalty check. <laughs> Um, so the today's topic, um, and this may be a little bit serious, kind of depending on, you know, what yours are, but today we're going to be talking about relationship boundaries. Mm. So, um, and I'm going to give you my best high school presentation. All right. Webster's dictionary defines boundaries (laughs) as something that indicates or fixes a limit or extent. (laughs) 
<laughs> just wanted to throw that out there in case you weren't sure. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. But in regards to relationships, I think that every relationship, no matter what it is, you have some type of boundary, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be with your family, coworkers, whatever, but in a uh, romantic relationship, I think that boundaries are completely normal. And any therapist I believe would tell you like, if you have, um, some kind of boundary of your own, it's how you present it to the other person, right? You can't say like, you're not allowed to do this. Mm -hmm. You say it in a way of like, I really don't like this. Can you, you know, whatever. So, but I think that, um, like I said, depending on how your relationship is, everyone's going to have some form of that. So I kind of wanted to go through some of my own personal boundaries that I have in a relationship and then kind of talk about maybe different types of boundaries, um, you know, see how it goes. I right, know. On, right <laughs> on. I was just kind of, you know, kind of thinking about the, the different types of boundaries because um, I, 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 I didn't know exactly like, uh, like let's say I have a man cave. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, you're not allowed to go into my man cave, yeah. like stay out of my, but obviously there's that kind of boundary, but then there's other things like, um, let's say it's a subject that's off topic. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like if I feel sensitive about my dad or my mom or something, it's like, don't, right. don't. Exactly. Yeah, so and everyone's going to have their own, but, um, so my first one that I have, and this one's, important to me. And I guess this would be considered a material boundary is, and I'm not saying it's wrong if you do, mm-hmm. but in a relationship, I do not go through my partner's phone mm. and I expect the same in return. Mm. Now, if you have that in your relationship, it's totally Oof. fine. If you set up a rule like, yeah, Oof. I'm going to be able to go through your phone at any point in time. Oof. But like, how do you feel? Like, it's not... You know what I mean? Like it's not property, but no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But I just, if I expect that, I wouldn't go around and do it to them, right? I don't, I can't remember ever going through someone's phone. If I did, maybe I was a teenager. I don't know, but not in my adult life. But how do you feel about the phone thing? The phone thing. I mean, it it depends. It really depends. Um, If if I'm dating somebody uh, casually or serious. Yeah, I'm not I'm not wild about anybody going through my phone. But if I'm married, then that's a different story. If I'm married, it's like, yeah, go, feel free to go through it. What's the difference in that for you? Like why <clears throat> those two things? Because for me, marriage is way more serious. That's, you know, I I I was listening to um it was like a TikTok or something, I don't know, but and uh there was this older gentleman and he was talking about marriage and he said in order for you to get married, you have to be in love with marriage itself. Mm-hmm. And you had to think about that. It's like you being in love with another person is not a good reason you shouldn't get married. That in and of itself should not be a good thing. And I understood exactly what it meant by that because the if I love somebody and I marry them and their idea of marriage is different than my idea of marriage, which let's just say for the sake of argument in this in this context, marriage is forever, short of any like abusive things and, and things like that or mm-hmm. infidelities. Like there's there's <clears throat> there's exceptions to it, right? <laughs> but aside from that, you, you're not gonna you're not gonna get a divorce. You're not going anywhere. So that means you're here. We're stuck. So you should know everything about me because I'm not going anywhere and you're mm-hmm. not going anywhere. But if you're dating somebody um, casually or serious. There's always that potential that you guys could break up. So right. there is, uh, and, and again, this is just my 
viewpoint on marriage, marriage is a union. You're no longer yourself. I, I know that that might be a radical thing. I, and it, don't get me wrong. I know there's different versions of that, but you are part of a unit. You are right, not part of, you're not an individual anymore. I understand, but I think <laughs> everyone can respect having your own personal, whether it's space, time, you know, whatever. Like if you come home, you had a hard day and you're like, I need to decompress alone for an hour. Whatever your thing is, why it doesn't mean that just because you're married, that person has to be on top of you 24 seven. Like no, no, why no, can't you I, have your no, own personal things? Like don't no. drink my special milk. This is my milk. No, no. Well, well you're, you're asking me specifically about the phone. I know, but I'm but just if, saying if that like, why about, like, is it that if you're seriously dating someone, then the phone for you is off limits. Like don't even try. But if you're married, which is also a serious relationship, you love that person. Mm-hmm. Why is that so different? Just because you're married, you still have your own personal, I'm not saying you're hiding anything. Yeah. But it's like, this is still my phone. You could at least ask if you wanted to go through it for whatever reason. Or a lot of times and what I think happens is it's a trust issue. So if you're married, why do you need to go through your husband's phone all the time? For what? Well, That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if you trust them, what are you looking for? I, 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 I don't go to people's phones either. But, I but when, when, when I was married, I don't I don't care if they go through my phone. It makes no difference. But if I'm not... Yeah, stay away from my phone. You I, don't need to know what's going on in my world. Um, when I'm, I feel like if I was married and my husband was always going through my phone, I'm like, do you not trust me? Is there something that you feel that you need to say? Because why would you do that elsewise? I, I, elsewise, is that a word? No, I said, I, I no, was, I'm asking. Oh, elsewise. I, said, <laughs> I don't know. I said I'm scared else. to say anything right now. <laughs> yes, dear. It's absolutely. <laughs> And if it's not, it should be. Let's call Webster. We yeah, can. I didn't write that down. Let's see, let's see if we can get that rectified right mm. now, <laughs> including your royalty checks for the podcast. Yes. <laughs> I need answers. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I, I, you know, I remember being married and I remember not having a problem with anything that if she looked through my stuff or if she looked through my phone, I did, I myself don't do it, but, yeah. and she didn't do it. Um, I don't think she ever did it either. And if she did, I do don't care. Do you not do it because of a subconscious thing? Or do you have to like, when you were younger and started dating, you had to tell yourself like, okay, this is my boundary. I'm not going to go through people's things. Is that something you set up for yourself? Because boundaries can be things uh, you set up for yourself or for other people. No, it was it was it was more like what you were saying. Like it was mostly uh, a trusting. Yeah, I and this is the weird part. Or maybe we should have talked about this. I knew she had secrets. That I knew. Right, everybody does. Yes and no. I d- didn't have any. There was really not anything that she didn't know about me. But I was pretty vanilla, anyways. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm over here telling you, here's my phone. If you want to go through it, fucking feel. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. We will edit that out. <laughs> no, leave it yeah, in. No, no, no. We will take that out. <laughs> Oopsie. Um, but no, I, I honestly, when I was married, I don't care if you go through my phone. I have no secrets. Yeah. I, 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 I shouldn't be misbehaving anyways. And I, but here's the thing, right? So then the question becomes, 
if you are curious and want to look through somebody's phone, is that because you know you're doing something wrong and just think that the other person is doing it as well? Because again, my expectation was, I know I'm not doing anything wrong. So if you want to look through my phone, it feels free. But then if I were to turn around and look through and shit like, hey, don't do, go through there, I'd be like, well, okay, that's, that's off. Because I'm not hiding anything and I know I'm not hiding anything, but apparently you are. Now, how bad of a secret is it and why you don't want me to know? I'm sure you have your reasons. But herein lies a problem, right? This is what I was saying. I was in love with the with marriage itself, mm. right? Because marriage means there is no secrets between us. There right. can't be, right? Because we're together. And if there is like, you know, like, uh, you know, something superficial or whatever that you don't want to tell me and you feel is... Whatever. I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, let's say you had really bad diarrhea and you don't want to share that with me. Like, great, don't. <laughs> I don't want to know. Keep that Wouldn't secret that be a too. secret though? I mean, I, I mean, if she's not disclosing it, I'm okay not knowing about it, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, or if she's got fungus on her toes or something and she just doesn't want to share that. I got, mm. you know. So I'm not saying that just because you have secrets, they're bad. I'm just saying that's fine. You don't want to tell me. I'll respect that. Um I think sometimes it's a it's a slippery slope sometimes yeah. and it depends on what it is that you're 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 keeping them but uh but yeah I always knew she had secrets. Yeah. I always and and she wasn't very good about hiding it. It's it's one of those things where she would get on the phone and then she'd walk over to the other room so that I wouldn't hear. Yeah. But I never knew again I was given a benefit of doubt. Yeah. You're going there because you just don't want to be loud but I, I wasn't that naive. I say that's probably the majority <clears throat> of the cases because you have secrets. But for me personally, I like my certain things private to myself. Like if I'm if I'm not home, no one else is going to be in my home. It's not that there's a dead body here or anything. Like I'm not. There's no secrets Are here. You sure. <laughs> but like because the other day <laughs> it smelled a lot like Clorox. You should be worried then if that's the case. But like you know, my phone. There's nothing on there. It's just like you know, if I you know, snapshot photos from like something I'm looking online or I make notes like to-do lists or whatever it is. It's just like, that's my personal things. I'm not trying to be secretive. It's just like, I don't need someone in everything. Not that I'm trying to hide it, but it's still my No, no. I mean, yeah, I I totally respect it. But for me, I, I... I wouldn't care. It's yeah, been, like it's, I said, but it, but that's what I'm saying. It depends on mm-hmm. the type of relationship that I have. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I ironically, um, like let's say it's a buddy of mine. Mm. I would be okay with him looking through my phone, but it's a buddy, so it's a different. I it's still a, wouldn't uh, like that. No, what well, I, I wouldn't care. Like let's say I I um I needed an address or something. I'm over here and he's over there, and yeah. I'd be like, hey, dude, you know, get me that address in my phone. Open it up and and get it. I'd be like, I would be okay with that. Yeah, I would say for a guy, that's probably the case. But I will say for females, because you said they're more curious. Because I had a girlfriend one time take my phone and start reading my text message exchanges from other people, and I I caught her and I was like, "What are you doing?" She was like, "Oh, I just wanted to read." I was like, "What?" <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Who does that? <laughs> Look, Kathy, I'm Sandra <laughs> She was not one of the girls that was at my slumber party. Um, but like I said, oh. if you don't care. So what did you, what did you do? I'm sorry. Now I'm, now I'm curious as to how did that, what did you say? And she's like, I'm I just said, curious. I said, what are you doing? And, and she said that. And I snapped my phone from her hand. I was like, don't go through my phone. Are you crazy? <laughs> Something of that sort. <laughs> Maybe I'm cleaning it up a little I mean, bit. <laughs> 
There might be kids listening. Um, But yeah, I don't, like I said, if you don't care, it's fine. I'm not saying either way is right or wrong. What I'm saying is, is that I know a lot of people are like, this is my phone. You shouldn't be going through it. And I wouldn't do it to someone else. But anyways, um, but another thing as far as like personal space, and this is sounds silly, but I can't tell you, Jose, how many times and different boyfriends that I've had that have done this to me. And you tell me, maybe, I don't know. If I am in the bathroom with the door closed or in a bedroom. I already know. I don't like where this conversation is going. <laughs> Sorry. Go or in my bedroom with the door closed. And in these scenarios, they, there was no lock on the door, just to be clear. Yeah. My boyfriend's multiple ones would come in. Yeah. And it's like, if this door is closed, that means that you knock, you don't come in to those rooms. Did they go in like Kramer? It was sorry. it was different every time. I'm sorry, but like if they're like way like they push the door like hey, even if it doesn't matter, know, I'm, I'm in the bathroom <laughs> or I'm in my bedroom getting changed or whatever it is, yeah. you don't when the door is closed. I shouldn't have to lock my own door for you to know that here's a boundary. Yeah, but I guess you have to. But one time I had a boyfriend that he came in and then I. I think I was using the restroom and I put my hand on the door and I cut his finger open and then he got mad at me wow. because like <laughs> he, was, he just thought that the punishment was <laughs> But was why would you think harsh? that that's okay? Um uh, you know, I don't know. I think it's that and I hate to say it this way, but it feels like that's just um they were raised incorrectly. It, for me, anytime a door is closed, you knock first. Right. right? You always knock. That's right. Just, that's just how you. That's how I was raised. And I would say, like, um, especially if you come from a, a home where there's multiple siblings, uh-huh. then you really. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. When you have multiple siblings, it, you know, everybody will tell you like you don't have a lot of privacy. But that usually is a rule that's established early on. Like, just don't walk in, right. knock because there's a lot of people here. Right. If it's just me by myself or one or two other people, yeah, maybe I don't know, but. Just as a as as a as a form of etiquette, uh-huh. you knock first because right. you don't know who's on the other side. You just don't <laughs> know. Doing. Yeah, you just don't. Uh, you just don't know. You just yeah. don't know. Um, but and I would say like then, then here's the other thing, right? So like when your kids, I know I do it with my kids. I still knock. Yeah, because I'm always afraid to open up. <laughs> happening. <laughs> so again, I don't want to get surprised either, right. but. Um, yeah, I just, they were raised wrong. It was just weird because I'm like, well, maybe one guy I can understand, but it's like multiple guys did the same thing. And I thought it was a universal, like you don't just come in when the bathroom door is closed, but apparently not. I mean, again, I was raised with, uh, around women. So yeah. that was the other, no, you, know you don't know what you're going to see on the other side. <laughs> about so. locked doors. Since I live alone, obviously when I go to the restroom, I don't lock the door. There's nobody here. Right. But I went to my mom's, like this was a while back, and one of my nieces walked in on me in the bathroom and I was like, hey, and then somebody said like, why don't you lock the door? I was like, oh yeah, because I don't lock doors. I live alone. Why would I... <laughs> Why would I lock the door? It didn't even occur you to me. doors. <laughs> what is it with you and doors? Hey, it's closed. I mean, the door is closed with the lights on in there. Clearly someone's Acupado, using the restroom. Acupado. Yes, see, sí, ocupado. No entry. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, in that too, yeah. the same thing if like you need... I said personal space, alone time. I don't want someone on top of me all the time. I'd mm. like to have my 
my alone time. I'm not saying like, oh, you go away for 10 hours. But like, if I just want to go watch my favorite show in the bedroom with the door closed, like, just let me have my alone time. Mm. And I, I know... Like I said, if you have it in that relationship where you're both don't like that, cool. But if one person, if I'm expressing to you, here's my boundary, I still need alone time. Even though we're living together, like, please try to respect that. Don't say like, hey, if the door is closed, you're not allowed to knock. Don't talk to me. Don't be mean about it. So I hear what you're saying. I don't disagree with any of it. I think sometimes there's a bit of a, there's a, bit of a double standard. Because what you described there is pretty much every dude. I mean, seriously, yeah. there's every dude that I've ever known is like, I, dude, I just want to uh, be by myself sometimes. Right. The problem with that is in the romantic relationship, the the their female counterparties usually feel a certain kind of way about it. It's like, I just want to spend time with you. I just yeah. want to be around you. I just <laughs> want you to love me this way. Then the problem is he starts to feel guilty for wanting that. Yeah. That's his boundary. Mm. But she's saying, I don't really care about your boundary. I want you to submit to me, which is to say that I want to be around you. I want to cuddle with you. I don't want you to have your alone time. So now what do you do? Because you might be able to do that and in, 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 in guys would be like, cool. <laughs> I don't care. I'm glad you said <laughs> If my partner I'm needs his alone time, I'm, I'm totally fine with it. And I find it hard well, to I'm believe saying. that other women, I know they are, but I'm just saying like, why is it that if your husband says, hey, I'm going to go out in the garage, tinker with some things for a while, I'll see you in a little while. Like I'm just going to hang out by myself. Yeah. Why is it such a big deal? No, I, I do. You tell me. <laughs> I'm I with you on this. I'm I a con- but that, But it has been a thing and mm. it happens even in... Um, let's say it's, uh, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, right? Dating situation, right? Um, where, um, you know, you spend a lot of time, let's say every weekend you spend with them and then one yeah. weekend you decide you want to do something by yourself. If that person might feel a certain way about it, it's like, well, wait a minute, what did I do? Why don't you want to spend time with me? And it's like, well, it's, it's not about that. It's like, yeah, but I feel like you don't love me anymore. And then, and then guess what? Like, I guess we're spending the weekend together. <laughs> a little sad if like my boyfriend was like hey I'm gonna go on vacation by myself I'll see you later I'd be like hey what about me I mean it, it doesn't have to be that extreme it could just be I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang with my boys yeah they still might take it a certain kind of way because they feel like well why don't you want to hang out with me so it boundaries for people I think are healthy and I'm not saying that they're not but it's just um it's just interesting how they can uh for some reason hurt other people's feelings and what do you do when that happens? Mm. Because most of the men that I knew, uh, or excuse me, know, they usually will bend to it and say like, okay, I need to get rid of that boundary. And they get convinced mm. over time because let's say he goes and talks to, um, let's say he goes and talks to a buddy of his or or his sister or something and they're going to try to convince him how wrong he is. It's like, well, she just wants to spend time with you. Mm. She's just like, oh, okay, but like what about what I want? Yeah. It's like it doesn't matter what you want. <laughs> <laughs> it matters what she wants. Yeah. So go and do that because if at a later time it becomes a problem, right, and it can, um, he will get blamed for it because they're going to be like, well, and if he says, well, this is just the way I am, and they're like, well, no, that you can't say that. You have to change for your partner. Now you get back into the whole, you know, should you be an individual, right, and have and hold on to those? Or once you become or once you go in a partnership, then those things need to be um, at least up for discussion. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Because how you act when you're single versus how you act when you're in a relationship and how you act when you're married are three different Yeah, I think that every couple should have, both of them should have their alone time. For me, as long as you give me a heads up, hey, I'm going to go with my boys, just tell me ahead of time. Don't tell me like an hour before you're supposed to like come over like, oh, by the way, I'm going to go hang with my boys. Like, no, I would feel disrespect at that point. But you say like, hey, this weekend I'm going to go do this thing with my boys. Cool. I can go plan something else. But if you're in a serious committed relationship, I would say the majority of people probably want like 70% together, 30% apart. And I mean like what I'm talking about free time, not when they're at work and like normal stuff. Mm. Free time, if you're in a committed relationship, you're probably spending a lot of time with that person, but you Mm. still need to have other outlets. It can't be, well, unless you both are, was it codependent or whatever. If you Mm. both have it like that, cool. I'm not going to say it's bad. If you want to be with your boyfriend and vice versa, 24-7, cool. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it, you know, because I know we're, we're talking about boundaries, right? Um, the real, or for me, kind of the essence of it is, it's just like, okay, everybody has their boundaries now. Let's say you're, you're, you're by yourself, right? You're single. And you know how you like to be spoken to, you know, you know how you want people to interact with you. Again, the door to this, that, and the other mm. people come over to your place. Your friend going to your phone, stuff like that. <laughs> like, don't do that, right? So you've set these things up, right? <clears throat> because you are how you are, right? Or for instance, let's say you don't like dishes in the sink, right? Because I'm single. I don't like dishes in the sink. This mm. is how I operate. Or you do. It doesn't matter. I love it. Piled up to the, to the ceiling. <laughs> it's like I, I only start worrying about it once it starts to overlap into the counter. <laughs> and then that's my indicator. It's time to do it. But... But here's the thing with that is that once you get into a committed relationship and especially the more serious it gets, those boundaries or standards or what have you, they have to be up for negotiation. They have to because, and you can sit and hold fast and say, nope, not going to change it. And that's fine. There's, there's nothing wrong with that, but it could become a problem with your partner. Yeah. Everything should be open for discussion. If you're totally with, if you're married, you can't say everything's off the table. Like you have to be open to be like, well, I don't like it, but let's talk about it. You know, maybe, I don't know. But that's what I'm saying. So like in a situation where, let's give you this scenario of let's let's say the boundaries, I I don't want you to look at my phone, right? Mm. So let's say my, at the time, let's say I'm married, my wife is, you know, 30, 20 feet away, right? Not far, but Mm. she is somewhat far. And she's like, hey, bring me the phone. I need to get something on my phone. It's like, and I'm over here next to her phone. It's like, give me the code. I'll just get it for you. Uh-huh. And she's like, no, no, I want to do it. And I was like, well, no, just just tell me. Yeah. It's like, well, why? And it's like, I don't want you going through my phone. It's like, oh, okay. So. Then you feel there's something to hide. Well, but that's what I'm saying. It's a boundary. Yeah. I get it. But if it's not even up for discussion, it's like, no, that's a hard, that's a hard line that you're not going to cross. Yeah. No matter who you are, even if you're my husband. Now I'm going to feel a certain kind of way about it. I get that. Not because I think that she's doing anything wrong, but it's like, really? Like, yeah. we're married, right? <laughs> you know we're going to die together, but I, you don't want my you don't want me to have the passcode to your phone? Yeah. What if you died? Like, sometimes even the passcode itself, no, they don't know it. Yeah. They keep it private. So let's just say somebody passes away and they're like, well, what about her phone? It's like, I don't know. I don't know her passcode. You gave me your passcode. <laughs> <laughs> I did. In case of an emergency. <laughs> I did. <laughs> But you see what I'm saying, right? Yeah. You, see, you hear where I'm going with it. it. It has nothing to do 
Um, well, that scenario you described is fine. I'm just saying like if I walk into the room and they're going through my phone, like for what? Do you well, not trust if they me? needed to get a number? Why can't you just say, it's just a, maybe that's more of a polite thing. Just say, hey, is it okay if I get this number out of your phone? Cool. Well, let's, let me give you a, let me give you a, let me give you a, a scenario, right? Okay. So let's say I want to plan a surprise party for you. And I know, don't even start with, I don't <laughs> want it. <laughs> I wish I someone know, would throw a surprise let's party let's say me. that I want to throw a surprise party and uh-huh. I don't know the number to okay. your friends or let's say your sister's phone for some reason, right? Okay. And so I'm like, I need to get her. I need to, now, if I were to ask you, right. let me get your sister's number, you're going to be like, well, why? And I'm like, now I have to lie to you <laughs> or tell you the truth and spoil everything. Yeah. So now what do I do? So then you catch me going through your phone. It's like, oh, man. And it's You like, better tell me the truth. Well, and, 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 <laughs> and he would. Doing. He would. But you see my, my point, yeah. right? It's like if there really legitimately is. Now, I, I guess this is kind of where I'm at, right? For me, when I was married, again, if you have any questions about anything that I'm doing, feel free to ask. Right. And if you want to go through my phone, even if I see you sitting on the phone, going through my phone, I'm not going to feel any kind of way about it. But again, I know I'm not hiding anything. So it's, it's, it's for me, it's very liberating right. because there's nothing in there that, that if you were to ask me, I would tell you. Mm-hmm. It's that vanilla. <laughs> 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 and it's, but the, I like... I like being open like that. Nothing, nothing aggravates me more than having secrets. Nothing, especially from somebody that I care about and somebody that I love. So I try not to have as any as mm-hmm. many secrets or no secrets whatsoever. Yeah, because I, I just don't like it. I, I, it's just something. It feels like there's a barrier between between me and that person. Right. Right. And and when there's that barrier. I don't know. It, it's hard for me to interact, even if it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. But anyways, uh, but yeah. Yeah. Um, another category is sexual boundaries. Mm. So in the instance that I was thinking of, like, if I tell you no, like, I'm not going to do this thing, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean come and take it anyway. <laughs> Regardless if you're married, <laughs> first date, <laughs> serious relationship, I feel like um, everyone's going to have their sexual boundaries on mm. what their limit is mm-hmm. and... I mean, maybe I'm thinking more from a woman's side, but like if I say, no, don't do this thing, why would you do it anyway? Just uh, because. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I started thinking about other things when you were talking about that and my own experiences. And yeah, there's times when I was like, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. I'm being no. serious though. No, there's and I things- am. And I am too, where they suggest, can I do this? And I'm like, no. And they keep asking. And like, let me just try it. And they I'm like, respect no, it. like, yeah. no, 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 no. Like, I'm not, I'm not being funny. That's why I was like really thinking about it. It's like, yeah, I, I told her no many times, but she just kept on, <laughs> kept on trying to. And then you're like, okay. Try. No. <laughs> but to that end, that's the rationale yeah. behind it. That's mm-hmm. why they keep on trying and trying and trying because they figured eventually you'll, you'll submit and you'll, you'll do it. Um, no, I agree though. I, I, I completely agree. Went to. When it comes to that, you should you yeah. should say no. Well, I mean, even, and this is going to get kind of dark, I guess, but like, you know, before it was, it was not illegal to rape your wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like that mentality of like, if you're my wife, I get to do anything that I want, even if you say no. Again, you would think it's like a natural boundary that everybody, it's a code saying like, if I say no, that means no, don't do this thing. Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, like I said, I think every couple has some kind of sexual boundary. They may not vocalize it, but maybe it's like a mutual understanding. Like, hey, you're not going to beat me in the face when we're intimate, right? Like, right. you shouldn't have to say that. Like, <laughs> I mean. But I guess, I don't know. Maybe listen, if you it's, have. It's different out there nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to tell maybe. you. Like, because uh, there's, there's uh, the flip side of that is they ask you to do things that you're uncomfortable doing, not because it hurts you. Mm-hmm. But because, you know, let's say they, they say slap me uh-huh. harder, harder. And I'm like, uh, I'm starting to feel uncomfortable about this. But if you, if you <laughs> I don't want to hit you that hard. That boundary where you don't want to hit a woman, you should be able to say, I'm not comfortable with that. And it just should be leave it as no, that. I, I, I know I they agree. don't. They don't, know <laughs> no. Because then they start you know, judging you and your masculinity and like, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Wuss. I'm cleaning it up, right? Wuss. Um, But yeah, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. I think it'd be more, I I feel like, uh, I'm not saying guys don't have sexual boundaries. They do, uh but I feel like- Trust me, we do. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like the majority of that, it's for women, it's just- um, uh, like feeling safe, right? Like I, if I go on a first date and the guy, let's say he walks me to my door, I kiss him on the cheek, I say goodnight and he tries to do other things, which again, if you want to be intimate on the first day, it's fine. That's one of my boundaries. I don't do that. So if I say no, I don't want to do anything further than the kiss on the cheek. Mm-hmm. That's not a green light for you to do things anyway. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> Who would interpret that? But, well, <laughs> rapist, I don't know. I well, mean, yeah, like, but, people, guys do that still. That's what I'm saying. You shouldn't have to explain, here is my boundary. You should just say no, or I'm not comfortable with that, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it should be, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, um, and don't get me wrong. I'm not, I don't, you know, you don't have to explain it either. Um, however, um, if... If you, if your partner, your current partner knows that you did that in the past with other people, but now you're telling him or her no, they so might like feel- like a new boundary, you mean? It, 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 they're going to feel a certain kind of way. They're going right. to feel a certain kind of way. Right. Um, and I'll just make it very trivial. Let's just say for the sake of argument, um, I'm with my, you know, my, my girlfriend or whatever, and I don't open the door for her. It's mm-hmm. like, I don't do that anymore. It's like anymore. It's like, well, that's boundary. I just don't do it anymore. Back in the day, yeah. all my girlfriends, all my, every single, if I, we were just casually dating, I would open the door for you yeah. and let you in first. But I just don't do that anymore. Just don't feel a certain kind of way about right. it. She's going to be like, well, why don't you want to? Because I just don't. I, I, I don't think it's right. I don't, I think it's, and again, they're, she's going to ask you why. Well, something so, like that, you may want an explanation. <laughs> but if I say, like I said, I shouldn't have to say, don't beat me in the face. I shouldn't have to say that. It's implied. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. It it depends. If if you've done it in the past, and I'm not saying that 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 people can't change their minds, because I know that people say, well, no, look, I'm different. I changed my mind. And, and fair enough. But you also have to take into consideration that that person's going to feel a certain kind of way about it because you have done it in the past. Mm-hmm. You're just not doing it with me. So it's like, why are you not doing it with me? But you did it with everybody else. Like I feel less special and I'm supposed to be the special one in your, in your, in your life right now. So yeah, whether it's, you don't, you shouldn't have to explain, but more than likely it's, they're going to ask you why. Yeah, They're going to ask you why. 
Um, and that's fine. Like I said, if you around. if you need the explanation, I think it's fine. But you should still, after that, leave it as that you know, and I'm just with, accept I'm it. With, I'm with you on that. Like <laughs> you're preaching to the choir. You're talking about leaving things be once they're settled. Guys are really good about letting it go and moving on until yeah. you know six months later when you bring it up again. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Uh, Another type of boundary is verbal boundaries. mm -hmm. And what I thought about for me is um, I kind of have this rule when I'm in a relationship. I don't call the other person names. I don't know where that stems from exactly, but I've always been like that. Maybe mm -hmm. when I was younger. You call me boo? No, mean names. (laughs) Derogatory (laughs) things. (laughs) You love boo? I don't say that. (laughs) Jeff, come here, Jeff. That would be weird. You know how weird it is when you get into a relationship and you immediately start calling him a pet name? Babe? Yeah. Babe is universal. Everybody says babe. I'm sorry. I threw up a little bit in my mouth. Sorry. You've never called anybody babe? Of course I have. But it's, you hate it that you say it? Yes. When I hear somebody else say it, I'm like, that's what I sound like when I go. <laughs> and it's not very unique. It's not, yeah. it's not anything. Well, it's, every it's name has been generic. done before, unless it's something really obscure. I mean, you know. Like, hey, uh, animal cracker face. No, well, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. It's a bit long, but. <laughs> There's animal crackers at the table. Just, I was like, George Glass, I'm looking for anything. <laughs> Use the acronym ACFA. Yeah. <laughs> it still seems long. ACFA. <laughs> That's weird. (laughs) Sorry, I'm sorry. But you were saying, yeah, name calling, name calling. Yeah, sorry. Um, So like in my past when that did come up, let's say we're arguing and they do call me something mean Mm -hmm. and I say, I'm not going to tolerate that behavior. Please do not call me any derogatory names when we're fighting, blah, 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. If you continue to do it, like like I was saying, me setting up this boundary, it's just something. And usually I don't have to say it, honestly. Like it's not in my... Um, adult life, it doesn't really happen like that. But mm-hmm. if you're in a new relationship, you may have to say like, hey, here's my rule. When we fight, let's name calling is a no. Mm-hmm. Like, so that would be a, one of my forms of like a verbal yeah. boundary. No, I, I agree. I think there are some couples that do get along that way. Yeah. but and, and if it works for them, great. But yeah, if you're, if you're not one of those people. Then- you know what? Worry, here's the thing too. Like if you both do it and you're totally fine with it, Fine. But I would feel like, don't you think that if you're doing that at some point, wouldn't it just escalate? You know, it's like when you uh, see parents that like beat their kids, right? It usually doesn't start right out the gate, them just punching them. Usually it's like the spanking and then maybe you whip them with something and then maybe you lock them in their room. It's like the abuse starts escalating. So if you're yelling and calling each other horrible names, I would feel like at some point, wouldn't that just kind of start escalating slowly? And before you realize it, maybe it does get physical. I mean, I don't know if it gets physical. I think it depends if it's part of your your natural or your your vernacular. Mm. Then it no, it, you're going to say it in anger, but the the words and the vocabulary is still going to be the same. So, um, if you use the B word, let's say for uh-huh. instance, right? Uh-huh. You can use a B word and you use it. You're very casually. Uh-huh. Come here, B. <laughs> and they're like, what's up, baby? 
<laughs> and I'm just saying. I'm and not the it. one. I, I'm not the one either. But <laughs> let's just say that that's part of it. Yeah. It's just part of the vocabulary. So later on, let's say they do get in a, you know, get into a fight and they use it. Mm. They're using it in a different term, but it's not going to be as severe. Now. <laughs> Makes me think of 40-year-old virgin when they were at the club and he's like, I'm not looking for drunk bitches. He's like, You using bitch in a derogatory sense. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's exactly right. So, but I would say that um, so even then if they're arguing, it's already part of their the way they're using it. So the word yeah. in and of itself, it might take on a different meaning in anger versus, you know, just pet names or whatnot. But um, well, it depends if you can control it or not. Because if anyone knows me, I cuss like a sailor. But if I'm arguing, I'm not going to transfer that and start calling you right. horrible names. Like yeah. I just wouldn't. You have to control some yeah. of that. But that's what I'm saying. Like if if you use that on a normal basis and then you call them that in anger, I don't know that it. I don't know. I don't know how they would take that. But I know that if you don't use that on a, on an everyday basis, yeah. And then you call them that. Trust me, it has way. It will reverberate a lot more than then it's just a normal word that I use every day. Yeah. Well, in the same realm of the verbal boundary, you talked about it earlier with the diarrhea thing. I was thinking of like certain things that you don't want the other person to say to you. So I told you in the past, I had someone who was describing their uh, bowel movements. Mm. I shouldn't have to tell you that I don't want to hear these things. You shouldn't? Sometimes you got to vocalize. Is that like a normal thing? People just, I don't want to hear disgusting things. Like you know, if, It's weird. It's a double standard for men. Men don't want to hear women talk about it, uh-huh. but men talk about it all the time. That's true. Yeah. Why do you, <laughs> <laughs> why do you do that? Well, you know, and things are changing now, but it used to be, there's an image that men have of women. And we don't go to the bathroom. No, you don't. You don't do anything horrible or nasty and stuff. But, but nevertheless, we know now that that's incorrect. <laughs> Where did they go before when there wasn't bathrooms and they were just like out? They mm-hmm. go farther in the woods so their husband well, or whatever. No, it's 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 not that. It's uh, I think where it stemmed from is obviously when somebody gets married. In, but yeah, they had outhouses. That's a good point. But but <laughs> I'm but just even going still, out there to clean it, honey. Yeah, I'll no. be right back. <laughs> but it was away from the house. And actually, I remember watching. I'm going to digress this a t- uh, tad bit. I remember watching like a nature show or something where they show families in Alaska living in Alaska and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And when you talk to them, they when you say like, okay, you live out there and you have an outhouse, uh-huh. and they're like, yeah, and you poop in your house. That's <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> Like we poop outside of our house. Yeah, we don't want it in the house. Right, we don't want it anywhere in the house. You poop inside your house, that's disgusting. The same house that you eat in. Yeah, because you know the you, particles fly in the air. Look, and look, like, and I don't want to get too gross in this because this is boundaries, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, um, I get their point. Like, yeah. I didn't even think about it that way. Like, Me yeah, either. you're more civilized because <laughs> it's completely way detached in a different area. So, um but anyways, uh, going back to it, I think what ended up happening back then is you would court a woman, right? So mm-hmm. nowadays, um, things are sped up. I'm not saying I'm not passing judgment whether it's right or wrong, but it's yeah. sped up. So back then you would court them. So there could be a guy, he could have been, they could have been his second girlfriend, right? He didn't know anything about women. And so he courted her, let's say he courted her for six months and then eventually gets married. And he has this vision because all you see is what you see, right? Mm-hmm. And this goes for makeup and no makeup because I've only seen you with makeup and done pretty. 
but now I'm married to you and I got to see you every day. And I, and I know you can't wear makeup all night. You have to wash it off. With and all no this eyebrows. Other stuff. Yeah, you all that stuff, right? And you're going to the restroom. So that, that, um, that facade starts to, you know what I mean? So that's where, and, and it happens with guys too, obviously. They might treat you different in the beginning of the courtship versus once you're in it a little bit more. Mm. But, but anyways, I think that's where it stems from is that you have this vision or you have this idea of what women are and they're all this pure and blah, blah, blah. But we know now that that's not necessarily the case. I saw a meme the other day and it was like, guys, when they're dating you, it's a text that says, baby, I don't feel good. And then it says, guys, when you're married to them, it's like, I had diarrhea seven times today. It's like, but I get it that some of the things like when you move in, like, yeah, okay, you're going to see some things. Like I get it or hear some things, but like, I don't want to talk about, you don't need to tell me, I'm trying to pretend that that thing doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, I think there's a certain, and this is a, it's a weird, now I'm starting to think of different things. When men, when men think about women, it depends on the woman and it depends on, on what light they see them. So for instance, it's still gross if like your sister is pooping and stuff like that, uh-huh. right? But it's different because you have no sexual attraction to her. Right. Well, <laughs> you're my sister. There's certain, you're my sister. There's certain parts in the South, let's just say. But uh, nevertheless, and, and the, the, for the rest of and, and royalty too because... Oh, yeah. Oh, but anyways, um, but when you have a romantic partner, you want to see your wife or girlfriend, whatever, as a sexual being. Right. And that kind of kills it. <laughs> yes, I know. Believe me, there's things that I wish I didn't know. Yeah. That so guys just love to tell me. Uh, yeah. And, and so I don't know, obviously it's not a turn on for women to hear guys talk about it, but I don't know, you guys seem to be more acceptable about it or whatever. I don't know. But I know that whenever we start hearing about it, it can kill that. And yeah. I, And I was with a group of friends. Uh, one time, and this this topic of discussion came up, but it was it was slightly different. It was whether or not you care if your partner goes to the restroom with the door open. Mm. So if you you're living together, or let's say even spending the night, whatever, mm. but they decide I'm gonna go to the restroom and leave the door open, and that's a different topic. But, but that's <laughs> but, another boundary. It's yeah. like if you have to be in right. there, you close the door. Well, it depends because again one person might be like, I just don't, I'm not going to. And the other person's like, you should, because that's the way it should. Now you're those two, <laughs> those two boundaries, which is ironic. Are, 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 um, maybe you go on the other side of the house. Are, <laughs> well, maybe, <laughs> but they're going to collide. Right. And boundaries in and of themselves shouldn't collide, but now they are. Yeah. And that's the weird part, right? Cause you, you think uh, a boundary is stagnant and that's just that's the line. Yeah. But it turns out, no, they, they can't collide. And when that happens, it's, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. And so, but anyways. Um, yeah. yeah. I got you. Well, another one of mine is, and this is considered an intellectual boundary, mm. is, um, and I think we've touched on this in the past, but if I'm in a relationship or any type of relationship, even with you, if we're talking about something, both of us need to respect the other person's opinion So like if some couples, they say like, okay, we're not going to talk about religion. We're not going to talk about politics, blah, blah, blah. But like, Mm -hmm. it's okay if you and I don't view it the same, we don't agree, but you shouldn't belittle the other person and keep on and keep on and keep on. Just let them have their opinion. You know what I mean? And be able to talk about that without getting to this huge argument. Mm -hmm. I've mentioned in my past, like I've been with someone who felt very strongly 
um, about a particular subject that I was a little bit more liberal about. Yeah. And it's like, we can have that discussion. It's totally fine. It doesn't have to be an argument. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. Some people, I don't know, they're not they're not like that. It might be, sometimes it's, it might just be, you know, personality or, or certain characteristics. I am really bad and I'm really, really bad about this. I love playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Love, love, love. Yeah, we've seen it on this show several uh, times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here's the here's the thing about that. It's not. It's never meant to uh, hurt anybody, and it's yeah. not meant to um, uh, belittle them or or devalue their opinion. When I do it, the intent behind it is: Did you take this into consideration right. when you're formulating your opinion? Because if if you didn't, then it's conjecture. Mm-hmm. So your your opinion that you formulated is incomplete because you don't have all the facts. Yeah. Now, again, I'm not trying to devalue your opinion because it is your opinion, but it's like I'm giving you food for thought. Right. Now, what I have seen in the past is they take that the wrong way. Yeah. They feel like I'm attacking them. And it's like, no, I'm not attacking you. I'm, and I feel bad when you... When they say that, mm-hmm. so sometimes I just learn to just keep my mouth shut because you've already formulated that opinion and there's nothing and you're, you're, it's a hard line for you, mm-hmm. right? This is what I believe and I'm not going to change my mind and there's nothing, there's no fact that mm-hmm. you can throw at me. And when I say fact, I use that word specifically because it could be you, your opinion is and it doesn't mean that it's a it's mm-hmm. a fact. It means mm-hmm. it's an opinion, mm-hmm. and you're entitled to it. But so long as we're not confusing facts with opinions, right. because it that that you're not right. Yeah, you're okay to have that yeah. opinion, but that doesn't mean you're right. And I'll respect that you think that way, just so long as you understand that you're not right. Yeah, you know it's <laughs> funny. We saw that in Love <clears throat> Is Blind when Bartiste and. Nancy, we're talking about abortion and everyone has their opinions on if that conversation was fake or whatever. But the point is, is that it was a serious topic. They had different opinions. And what we saw was they talked about it openly and lovingly. And at the end, it was like, okay, I'm glad, glad to know how you feel about it. It's not one person saying you're wrong about your feelings and opinions and here's why. And that can be really frustrating when you're trying to talk with your spouse or partner and it's just like we're if we want to talk about politics, we should be able to, as a healthy couple, talk about it. And if we don't agree, it's totally fine. Yeah, I I, I like talking to my partner, and I like getting their opinions on stuff, even if I don't agree with them, only because it gives me insight into how they think. Yeah, and that to me is, uh, I mean, that's gold. Because the logic that they apply to one thing, I'm not saying that they apply the same logic to everything, Mm -hmm. but in some cases they use the same logic for different scenarios Mm -hmm. because that's that's the logic that they use. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Like everybody has a a thought process Mm -hmm. and everybody, whatever's worked for them when they're solving problems or formulating an opinion based on their experiences, right? And that's all you really have. Right. So... When you formulate an opinion because of the experiences, you're going to start formulating that same opinion across the board for multiple things. You're going to apply it to a, a lot of different things. I'm not saying right. that's the only thing. It's like a personal conduct, like this. Right. Is- so, like, I'll just so I'll give you an instance, and and I'm um um uh, and I'll, I'm trying to keep it light, but let's just say for the sake of argument that when you were growing up, your parents grounded, 
Mm-hmm. And you hate grounding. Like you're so against grounding because when you were a child, you were grounded and it was the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm not trying to make light of it. Maybe that's <laughs> maybe some people were traumatized. I was going to use like being whooped or something <laughs> like that, which obviously is bad. But my point being is that if you were grounded and now I'm parenting with you and our child acts up and I'm like, you know, we need to ground him because he did something bad. And you're like, nope, not going to do it because it happened to me and I don't want to do this. Like, okay, but that doesn't make it bad. It just, I I get that that's an opinion of yours, Mm -hmm. but, and don't get me wrong. Then we have the conversation of, okay, um, where can we meet in the middle? What is an appropriate uh, punishment punishment for Mm -hmm. for that crime, right? If, If grounding is off the table, what do we do? Right. And then, you know, you have that conversation. It's like, okay, how how would you, but that's my point, right? It doesn't make it right or wrong. It's an opinion Mm -hmm. and you're entitled to it. There's nothing wrong with it, but I don't, you know, again, I don't have to agree with it either. So I wonder what parents do in that scenario. If one is like totally against any type of punishment, like no consequences at all. And the other one is, how do you compromise? Like, let's say that the person, the one that says, no, I'm not going to punish my kids, no matter what they do, end of story. How do you compromise with that with someone who's not willing to? I mean, that's no, no, man. You're talking about boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here telling you at that point. If I'm married, there are no I boundaries. Mean, that, I guess could be a type yeah. of boundary of like you need to be willing to be open to talk about each and every scenario that comes up. Yeah, no, I, you know, so I don't know. That's why I'm saying, like, um, for me, it's kind of one of those things that you would have to figure that out before. I mean, maybe. Maybe you have that conversation before you have children. Yeah, um, I think it's a it's a good it's I mean, a good before exercise. Before you get married, you should talk about what yeah, kind of parenting. You know, I'm always, you know, I'm always skeptical about having um, uh, scenario based conversations that yeah. haven't happened yet. Yeah, because you don't know, right? right? And, and and you hear people all the time. It's like if this were to happen, I would never do that. Right. It's like yeah, but you haven't been put in that situation. And there might be other circumstances around that. So yes, if you're logical and this, that, and the other. And I've seen it a thousand times where let's say it's a guy or a girl and they're like, if my partner cheated on me, I'm out. I'm out. I don't care. I'm out. It's like, okay, cool. Then it happens real life. And it's like, okay, so you're out, right? And it's like, well, no. (laughs) (laughs) I know I was talking all that noise that I was going to be out, but it's different. It's like, is it? Okay. So did you factor in that scenario when you were yelling at me, telling me that you would be out no matter what? Like, did you factor that in? Because obviously you didn't. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you can have that conversation hypothetical. Yeah. Like, okay, if we have children, what do we do? Sometimes it works out, right? Because you'd be like, okay, so your stance is dot. Um, what I will say is let's say you have a hypothetical with, in that scenario about parenting and you're like, um, okay, you know, I feel strongly about this. Mm-hmm. Again, it's still dangerous. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you why. So then you're like, okay, cool. And then, you know, five years down the line, 10 years down the line, you have children, they've grown up. And you said you would never ground them in there. You're like, hey, you're grounded. <laughs> because now you understand. Right. Because now they're not listening to you anymore. You have no, nothing for them to, to want to do right. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you're not going to punish me. Right. So I'm just going to keep on doing it. And then they start yelling and they start yelling. And you know what ends up happening? That kid has a complex. So when he gets older, he's like, I'm never going to yell at my kid. Yeah. Continue <laughs> because cycle. they're not grounding them, yeah. right? But they're using something else, right? Um, okay. So that's what I'm saying. It, it, yeah. it can be dangerous and you never know. And sometimes your stance, because again, it's like 
you saw it from the eyes of you were being grounded. You saw it from the eyes of you because it was happening to you, but you never stopped to think about how your parents were having to deal with the same problem that you are, which is what do I do to to show them that there's consequences to your actions, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not even going to use punishment, but there's consequences. If you do this, this is going to happen. And if you do good, you know, a lot of times you're going to get good, but if you do bad, some bad things are going to happen to you too. It's obvious that a lot of that comes with maturity because I remember being in my young 20s and I said the same thing. I would never, and I, oh, (laughs) this is what I would do. But as you, more experiences happen to you, you realize like, oh, I don't know what I would do in that scenario, but... Um, it's like I did exactly what I said I exactly. would do. Yeah. You know what's funny? Going back a little bit, you know, because we were talking about the um, the sexual boundaries. It's been interesting because um, sometimes they ask me to do things that they had never done before. Now, again, I don't know if they're just playing to my ego. Maybe it might be a little bit in between and maybe legitimately they never tried it. So let's just say that in their previous Somebody's got to be the first. Well, that's what, I, what, I, what I'm saying is like, let's say, and, and sometimes I do ask them and I guess they were very vanilla in their approach to, to and when I say vanilla, I'm just going to say like the act of making love or having sex. Mm-hmm. It's not that complicated. <laughs> There's like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's pretty straightforward. Um, but then you do different things. Like you said, you try different things and this, that, and the other. And some of them have been like, yeah, I've always just kind of done the usual things and now Mm -hmm. I want to try something else. Mm -hmm. And I'm always curious to know like, well, did your previous partner want to try that? And And you told told them no. no. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then now they're feeling subconscious about it and like, Mm -hmm. maybe that's the reason why they left me. Maybe I should have tried it. That's weird. And then you feel embarrassed that you even said it. Right. Right. And, and, or let's just say that that was the reason why they they broke up with you. It's like, Mm -hmm. look, I, I, there's just nothing in the bed anymore for us. Like, I'm just not feeling anything. It's like, I get that you have boundaries and you only want to do these things. Mm. I want to branch out and you're not letting me do that. And let's say it doesn't work out, you break up. Now that girl or guy can be like, now I should try it out. Like, I I screwed up. Maybe everybody's going to be this way. Maybe Mm. I should have tried it out. Unfortunately, that guy's already gone. (laughs) She's going to try it with the new guy. Enter Jose. Sure, why not? Let's try it out. Like uh, I'm game for that. But um, it's just interesting. It's just interesting. It's just um, how things and um, how things. That's what I'm saying. Boundaries. I I think they're they're healthy. I'm not I'm not saying that they're not. But it's just how they how your boundaries affect other people. It, it's a fascinating to me. Yeah. Because it can be contentious, and it can. It could be like, hey, look, you know, let's just with the phone thing. It's like, look, I, I don't get to look through your phone. I respect that, but I'm sorry I don't trust you. And I can't be with somebody that I don't trust. It's like, I love you. I love you. I don't think you're doing anything wrong, but I do not trust you. Mm. So if I don't trust you, I'm out. Yeah. I, 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 I wish that wouldn't. And I wouldn't say like that's the first time, but let's just say over the years. And you're like, you know, <laughs> because it. And, and, and again, I'm playing devil's advocate here, but the opposite side of that is like, you say you love me, but you don't love me enough for to look at your phone. Like, okay, that's something for me to examine. And you know how people are, they're in their own minds. They start thinking about it and they start thinking, well, maybe they, maybe they are trying to hide something. I wonder what it is that they're hiding. Mm-hmm. They're pretty goddamn good about hiding whatever it is. And you're not, right? Well, you can't stop them from... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, that's what I'm saying. If you're going to look through my phone, it's like, look through it. If it's going to put you at ease, 
and it's going to make you happier. And, and again, I'm not saying one way is right or wrong. I'm just saying for me personally, if I'm married, you want to go through my phone, go for it. You want to go through my drawers? Do you want to go through my stuff? I really, I, what mine is yours and what's yours is mine. Like go for it, go, yeah. go through it. Some of the stuff you might discover you might not like, and, and I understand that too. We can talk about it, but go for it. I, I, I don't mind that. Yeah. But I, I know that even <clears throat> when, when, when it happened to me, even though I didn't care for it, I just figured it was part of her autonomy mm-hmm. and I'm going to respect that. Um, I don't know. I think now it's like, maybe I should have looked through it. <laughs> maybe I should have, I should have been more curious because I was completely oblivious and it caught me off guard. And it's like, if I had looked through that, if I had caught it a lot earlier, who knows what, what things might've been, whatever. Cause we know how that tale ended for me. <laughs> Yeah. It did not end well, yeah. but it was because I always trusted them no matter what. I trusted everything about them. So, you know, um, yeah, it's, yeah, anything. Yeah. But I think every every healthy couple, or even not even healthy, I think that everybody has. <laughs> every toxic relationship. Every relationship has some kind of boundaries. And uh, maybe that'd be a good discussion that, you know, if you're with someone, maybe you sit down and have that conversation like, hey, we've never really talked about boundaries Let's have an open discussion about it. I think it's healthy. Yeah, so, absolutely. But anyways, okay. All well, right. till next time. <laughs> Fun topic. All right. Till Yay. next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.